Okay, and we're back with part two. Um, apologies for that. I ran out of time, or perhaps I hit the wrong button and I cut that off. Um, I realised anyway that I, I was rambling, so I'll try and keep this one a lot shorter. In the previous part, we were talking about great channels works and how they relate to spirituality. I mentioned the law of one, the raw contact, and I also mentioned the Seth Speaks books. And the third major one that I would like to discuss here is the Bringers of the Dawn series by a lady called Barbara Marchinick, I believe. And these she contacted or was contacted by a group of beings who called themselves the Palladians. Once again, beings of uh, a higher vibration or existing in higher uh, realms than human beings from the Palladian system and they came and they gave us great spiritual wisdom and great spiritual philosophy and just like the other two um, once again they gave great spiritual laws um, sorry great cosmic laws and give us an idea of humanity's place within the cosmos and humanity's history so for me Personally, those are the three main works of spiritual enlightenment um, and spiritual knowledge. <clears throat> A few others that I would like to talk about are the Cassipian Experiment. <clears throat> the website is by the same name by a lady called Laura Knight. Um, I can't pronounce her last name, so I'm not even going to bother. Um, the difference with these is that instead of using the art of channeling or the art of trance is that uh, she and her team used a Ouija board to contact these beings who identified themselves as the Cassipians. Basically they are us from the future is what they stated and they come from the Cassipian uh, constellation or sector of the galaxy. Um, interesting thing about them is that they also claimed that they were part of the Palladians or came from the Palladians as they moved closer <clears throat> through time and space uh, towards the planet of Earth as they apparently took on these uh, names for themselves. So we really, at this point in time, I actually don't quite know who or what they actually are as I haven't finished uh, the entire communications from these Um I did find it a bit jarring in comparison to the raw contact and there was a lot of confusion and um, stuff that I couldn't take within their channelings but reading the uh, later uh, or more recent concepts of the law of one material as explained by Quo, I found myself going back to some of the things that I disregarded and found confusing within the Cassipians channelings and um, having a, a greater understanding within them. So again, that is uh, another great piece of channel work. As I said, I am only scratching the surface here. So please do not get angry or get uh, dismayed by myself leaving out your favorite piece of channeled writing or uh, channeled entity. <clears throat> they seem to be very, very frequent nowadays. Simply go onto YouTube or any other uh, video hosting website, library or, or any of those other ones and type in channelings or star seas or anything like that there and you'll find a whole host of people 
um, in contact or claiming to be in contact with all these advanced beings, these star beings, these alien races, higher dimensional beings. Uh, there, there really is it's no end. It, it's, it can be very confusing at times. The one thing I would turn around and say is when reading any of this channeled material is if any ideas or concepts that are given within this work seem odd or off to you or don't feel right to you, then simply discard it. You're only meant to take on board with whatever resonates with you, whatever feels right to you. This is the thing about spirituality is it's not from the head, it's from the heart. And so what feels right to the heart is what is your truth. Now, um, it may be that uh, uh, some of the concepts that are explained or talked about with, within these great spiritual um, channel work may never be for you or just may be for you at a later time. Um, as I rather explained about uh, how I've revisited some of the Caspian material. So don't get disheartened, don't get dismayed. Just simply take what resonates with you at the time and perhaps at a later stage you may revisit some of the other concepts. Uh, another perhaps um, great channeled work uh, of, a, of a perhaps different nature is uh, a series of books <clears throat> known as the uh, Silver Birch Material and this was a um, channeled work uh, by a, an individual under trance, uh, Maurice Watkins, I believe his name is. Uh, forgive me if I've got that wrong. And this was uh, Maurice's spirit guide who came to him in the guise of uh, a Native American Indian, perhaps a guise in which they felt Maurice would be more comfortable with or which the spirit was uh, most identified with in one of his incarnations. and. Once again, over the course of many books, Silver Birch gives an insight into the spirit world and uh, what it's like to be a spirit and um, the nature of what one does in, in a spirit world or the spirit world and uh, the nature of incarnations, along with a, a great deal of other information. So yeah, you, you, you're free to, uh, to check out that material too. As I said, there are many, many great works. Um, there are many great um, philosophies. There are many great branches. There are many great sects within spirituality. Um, as a matter of fact, I would say that it completely uh, outstrips religion in regards to its depth and its complexity. Uh, and there are some uh, who have taken some of these concepts that have been come to them and formed an actual religion out of them. I'm thinking of uh, the Spirits National, Spiritual Nationalist Union, um, which is in the based in the UK and I think is, operates under a slightly different name in the US of A. And they live by seven principles that came to them from Emma Hardy's Britain. And she laid out seven principles of spiritualism and if one was to attend their schools of learning, if one was to attend their services, uh, then one would learn quite a lot and understand and hear about these seven principles, which are their guiding principles. But as I said, ultimately, true spirituality has no creed. It has no dogma. 
It has no holy works um, or no laws that are written down in stone. True spirituality encourages the seeker to explore and find their own identity and find their own truth and their own uh, way of living upon the planet and find their own concept of what it means to be a human at this time. Two other great books um, or two other great concepts that I would like to talk about if I could just find them are two, uh, one person who's known within the spiritual community is a lady of quite great fame um, by the name of Dolores Cannon. Dolores Cannon um, is, was a hypnotherapist who specialised in past life regression and whilst practising this technique um, was able to regress people through numerous past lives and took her uh, learning and her um, therapy or her hypnosis into uh, areas that perhaps were unheard of uh, at the time and which are still quite astonishing now. Not only did she discover um, and had people undergo and relive past lives on this planet but also lives upon other planets and was able to contact through people under um, hypnotherapy great figures of the past such as Nostradamus. Uh, so she was a trailblazer um, and her work was very very well known. <clears throat> the other one I would like to talk about who is a similar um, hypnotherapist is a guy called or perhaps I should just even mention books is uh, his most famous book is Journey of Souls Life Between Lives and if you just give me one second I will find his name because I don't have the information to hand yes it is a guy called Michael Newton and once again he was a hypnotherapist who eventually started specialising in past life regression, taking patients through multiple past lives and then eventually discovered that he could take people into uh, that realm which is the life between lives which we call the spirit world or the inner planes or that um, holding stage uh, for souls between incarnations and through his many works because once again like Dolores Cannon he published great and uh, further works further books he was able to gain great uh, clarity and great information into the nature of as I said the spirit world and um, what one does in the spirit world what uh, learnings what teachings that that one um, undertakes in the spirit world and certainly in his first book journey of souls he um is is uh, able to take you from the point of death right up until a soul or a spirit decides upon a new incarnation into this human life 
Um, so everything in between that there is absolutely fascinating and once again great insight and great depth and a great understanding of what lies for us after death. So yes, that was uh, Michael Newton and Dolores Cannon. Again, I will publish links to all of this material in the blurb and hopefully then people will be able to look this stuff in for themselves. So I guess to round this off is, as I said, for me, the, the, the concept of true spirituality is that one does not conform to any dogma, to any creed. One can seek to live a spiritual life in as many different ways as there are human beings. There are ultimately no right, no wrong, no right path, no wrong path. There is simply a multitude of paths, a multitude of seeking. The most important thing to do for leading a spiritual life is to simply start seeking, to start asking the questions, to start asking for answers. And if one continues down this path, you will find that many great answers are revealed to you that you will find great truths and you will be uh, shepherded, shall we say, into information that you will discover things that will be put into your path and uh, quite a lot of your, your, your questions will be satisfied to your uh, own satisfaction. But I guess um, just to round this off is that I would say that Again, what, what a lot of people's mistake for, for spirituality once you turn around and tell them that you're a spiritualist is that they expect you to be pious. I have had that thrown back at me so many times. Well, you're not being very spiritual now. You're not particularly spiritual. And I would turn around and say to this here is that once again, true spirituality should teach you that you're not meant to be pious. You are here to live a life of flaws. If you were here as a perfect spiritual being, you would have nothing to learn. The point of reincarnation is that you keep coming back into your physical body in order to learn lessons, in order to learn the opposite of what you learned before in a previous life. Um, perhaps you were a rich person in a previous life. This life that you may take on now, you may be destitute, you may be poor. In a previous life, you may be controlling and domineering. In this life here, you may have to learn the opposite. Now, it's a hell of a, hell of a lot more complex than that, but again, it's not meant to be a, a life of pastness. Of course, you can lead that life if you want, but once again, perhaps in a previous life or a future life, you'll have to be the opposite of that. So it's about underlearning lessons for spiritual growth, um, learning opposites, learning balance, uh, not about pastness. Um, you're meant to be flawed, you're meant to be this non-perfect figure. And in that regard, I would say the true spirituality has a lot in common with shamanism and with the concept of yin and yang as explained in the uh, Tao or the Tao, in which we have both the black and the white as defined by positive and negative for good and bad. And once again, in the white we have the black and in the black we have the white. There are no extremes, there are no true, um, completely pure, completely evil people. There are only a sliding scale of polarity and these is what, this is what these great teachings will, will tell us is that certainly we live a life of polarity. We live a life of either 
being positive or being negative, of being male, being female, being night and day, passive aggressive, soft, hard, hot, cold. And it's about finding our own path within this system of polarity, which can then be further expanded or extrapolated into, into being a being of service to other people, which means living a life of helping other people, working on yourself and being an inspiration to, to others, giving aid whenever you can or being in service to yourself, being domineering, controlling, being manipulative, using others for your own personal gain. Ultimately, at the end of the day, each path is as good as the other and that does not mean that uh, there are certainly no punishments or certainly no readjustments if one decides to live a life in, in service to, to themselves. Um, this is the law of karma. The law of karma um, gives an opportunity for someone to re, re, re-amend or readjust um, those actions which are harmful to others. But ultimately, at the end of the day, um, each path is as valid as, as the other. But again, you have to ask yourself if this is the this is the life that you want to lead. Um, do you want to, to be a positive, uh, inspiring person that lives their life in dedication and to helping others? Or do you want to be someone who manipulates, who abuses, who domineers other people? It's, if it's not within your nature, it's not within your nature. But ultimately, everything in spirituality, in life, is a opportunity for the creator to express free will. This is the great universal concept of free will. You may do what you want. It's entirely up to you. There's no one forcing you. There's no one commanding you to do the, the actions that you take out. But everything in creation is an opportunity for the creator to know itself. And in this regard, we are 360 degree beings. And I'll just finish with this beautiful quote from Quo, um, which came in the uh, 5th of December in 1996. And in this quote, Quo says, Into that light, you will take your entire universal 360 degree self. You shall not be God judged on the contents of your heart. For all have light and dark within. You shall be judged by the self on your capacity to accept an increase of light. And with that beautiful quote, I will leave it there. And I hope that both parts of these podcasts have been informative, have been enlightening, that you have got something out of them. And I thank you once again from the bottom of my heart for listening and joining in. And I hope once again that you'll continue with me on this journey forward as we explore and develop more spiritual concepts. So bye for now. Thanks.